Welcome to episode 12 of the Ben Briggs podcast. I am Ben Briggs. Uh, it's Saturday, the 15th of June, 2000, 2019. And uh, coming uh, back at you with another episode. And I ain't going to lie to you. I am fucking dying today. Ah, Jesus. I'm suffering, people. And it's not just man flu. I know what you th- you're probably thinking that. Ah, it's just a bit of man flu, Ben. That's it. Ah, uh, it's not. I'm dying, man. I am dying today. This could be the last episode, people. Could be the last one. I've got some sort of fucking disease. I don't know. It started off this morning. I had a bit of a bit of a throat sore throat this morning, and I thought. It was the gig last night because I was a bit shouty. Bit shouty, Ben. Were you a bit shouty at that gig last night? Yeah, I was a little bit. I was. I was. I'll talk about that in a minute. But, um, oh, sorry about the sniffing. Sorry about the uh, inevitable coughing that's going to happen. And coughing that I might actually end up in. Uh, I'm sweating like fuck today. Uh, Yeah, I woke up this morning. I thought... um, I thought uh, the uh, oh Jesus, get yourself together, Ben. I thought um, I uh, just overexerted the old voice last night um, at a gig I did uh, because I was a little bit shouty uh, because it was a difficult, difficult gig. And uh, but uh, no, it would seem after my little sleep I have in the afternoon when I have my. Uh, little Spanish man episode and have a little siesta. Juan Briggs. When I turn into Juan in the afternoons, uh, I woke up and I was soaked in fucking sweat. My hands are fucking... I know, you don't want to hear this. I'm just looking at my hands now. I'm not sitting here, like, you know, in the Jesus position, but I am fucking wringing wet with sweat at the minute. Oh, no. Sounds like one of those pervy little chat lines that you're listening into, doesn't it? <laughs> Ah, uh, I am sweaty right now. What are you wearing? Um, yeah, so um, I'm fucking suffering a little bit today, and I've got a gig tonight as well. So um, I'm all dosed up. I have everything in front of me, every single thing. I have nasal decongestant. I have a throat spray, every orifice. That's what they cater for, isn't it, when you've got a cold? Everything that you could stick up somewhere. I don't know. They might have an anal decongestant on the market in a few years' time, but every, they seem to have a summit for everything. Summit for your nose, summit for your ears, summit for your throat, uh, summit for your headache. Uh, I've got it all. I'm overdosing. I'm like fucking Heath Ledger right now. I'm taking summit for everything. Uh, but uh, I, I hope to make it through the night. Oh, dear. There's a, there's another sniff for you. It's going to be a sniffy episode. That's all I'm saying at the minute. I'm sorry about this if sniffing triggers you in some sort of way. Um, but I am I'm fucking suffering big time at the minute. So I woke up. I had a little sleep. I woke up. Uh, my voice was uh, a lot deeper than it usually is. A lot deeper than it is. That, is that better for you, people? Is that doing it for you, that, that fucking less of a fucking nasally whiny voice than I have than usual. 
probably sounds a little bit better on the podcast, actually. I've actually finally tuned in to how to sound good uh, over the internet. Ah, oh, dear. I can feel a sneeze coming on as well. That's the worst thing, isn't it? Oh, when you've got a cold and you've got a sneeze coming on, but you can't quite sneeze, but you need to do it. Oh, dear. Um, anyway, let's be a bit more positive than we've been. I can get through this. I've got a gig to do tonight. Uh, I'm in Stoke-on-Trent. Stoke-on-Trent again, Ben. Weren't you there last Saturday? Yes. I was opening last Saturday at Raffle. Uh, roll on floor, laughing. Comedy club. Uh, I was opening on at Raffle. And uh, I'm closing it tonight. So uh, it is now, it's like quarter past five at night. So I'm going to, so I've had to do this podcast before I go to the gig. Uh, because I won't have a chance to get it out in time. Uh, because I won't be back until early Sunday morning, probably about half twelve, one o'clock in the morning. Um, and obviously Sunday morning is not Saturday. And I have guaranteed you people, guaranteed, uh, not not written in stone, but guaranteed trying to get out uh, an episode every Tuesday and Saturday. Oh, fucking hell, man. My throat's killing me right now. Oh, oh that was a phlegmy one. I don't know if you caught that. Oh, that was, um, there was a bit of solid in there. Oh, Jesus. Hang on a minute. Let's have a, let's have a drink of tea and then crack on with this. Fucking hell, man. So um, I'm sitting here at the minute sweating my ass off um, because uh, I've got a cold. I, I can't stress that enough how much of a cold I have at the moment, uh, which um, because it's been raining uh, for a whole week now, we had some lovely fucking weather in the UK and then it's just rained nonstop for a fucking week. There's places being flooded, people like being like flooded and floating out of their bedrooms at night um, at certain areas of the UK, and it's just non-stop fucking rain, like for the last week. So um, I went out the other morning, I got absolute soaking, um, trying to get fit, went for a little jog in the morning, got absolutely soaked it was fucking freezing cold uh getting fit is actually i think gonna be the thing that kills me that is gonna be the thing that kills me oh fucking hell man i'm gonna sneeze hang on a minute oh man that was a hell of a sneezing fit i just had then um but luckily i paused it for you so you didn't have to partake in that people jesus christ uh yeah so um yeah i got a bit of a soak in the other morning and that's what i'm putting it down to and then the gig last night um, it dropped, the temperature dropped last night and it was sort of like, i tell you what, it was in Cambridge. The gig last night was in Cambridge for a company called Pear Face Comedy. Uh, it's my second gig for them, I've done for them. Like, um, the geezer who runs it, a nice old boy actually. But uh, the gig last night, it was like a first, um, the first gig in this venue, which can always be a bit tricky, people. And what it was, the venue was like a... Um, a brewery, one of these fucking micro breweries that spring up. You know, every fucking everybody's got a brewery these days, isn't they? Like producing these uh, real ales. I'm not usually a fan of real ale, but I had uh, about half of one of the pints last night, and it was all right. It was nice, but the gig um, itself 
this place was based on an industrial estate. I know it sounds bad. In Cambridge. An industrial estate in Cambridge. Now, Cambridge, if you don't know what Cambridge is, uh, Cambridge, <laughs> Cambridge is a city or a town or whatever it is. I think it's a city. Yeah, Cambridge. Yeah, because the football team's Cambridge City. Uh, Cambridge uh, is a city, quite a posh city. Obviously, you've got the university there, uh, Cambridge University. Obviously, is in Cambridge. What the fuck? Are you? It's not going to be in Oxford, is it, then? No, because that's Oxford University. But um, a bit more tea there. Um, but, yeah, um, the, the, the city is actually quite posh. And this place was like on the edge of a um, on a, the edge of a quite a um, quite a posh village. Um, I think the place was called Brewboard, um, but they had um, they had like benches and seating outside, um, and uh, yeah. So the place was uh, Jesus. I just had to pause it again. Then Jesus, somebody just rang me. Yeah. So the place was in one of these microbreweries on the. Um, on the outside uh, of a village in Cambridge. It's quite a posh village, so it's like... But it was just... Uh, it was not set up for a gig, man. Um, it was not set up at all for a gig. Um, there was... Uh, most of the people there didn't know that comedy was happening. Never a great sign. Never a great sign. Um, there was a microphone... But the PA system was like it was like in an industrial unit. So you've got like all of the um, all of the uh, barrels of like beer and that like surrounding you. And um, the PA system was actually upstairs in uh, this, and we were downstairs. And then most people were sitting outside, which uh, the PA system you couldn't hear from outside. Uh, and um, yeah, it was just um, it was it was a it was a kind of nightmare setup. Uh, there was middle class people who Ray Henrys. There was some guy in Wellingtons, a shirt, one of them check shirts, and a gilet. It was like a farmers convention, you know, the middle class farming community. It was like that. There was an awful lot of Henrys and Ruperts. <laughs> ah, yeah. So. Um, Ah, oh, it had the potential to be a fucking nightmare, and uh, it over. It started late. Uh, it was meant to start at eight thirty, I think. I don't think it started until about quarter past nine, uh, because nobody really knew that the comedy was going on. Never a good sign. I've said that once, but like that's a sort of double. Um, uh, I'm saying that twice uh, because it's always nice if people actually know comedy's not go uh, comedy is going on and um, doesn't just get sprung on them. Um, but uh, yeah, I felt a bit sorry for the um, uh, first couple of acts who went on because uh, they were biting a bit of a bullet. Although they did all right, to be fair, the compare did uh, did well, and the first act. Uh, there was meant to be three sections, but we just split it into two in the end because we started so late. Uh, and I was uh, I was headlining that gig, um, so I was due to do twenty minutes at the at, uh, initially, and then I was messaged to see if I could do like thirty minutes, thirty five minutes, and um, yeah, by the time it all kicked off, I was um, oh dear, there was heckly people in the audience as well. They were very drunk. Um, there wasn't too many people in the audience who were actually listening 
um we had set of benches inside and then people came in but there was still like a lot of chatter from outside oh it was everything everything that you kind of like think about a gig that's gonna go wrong uh heckly audience shit pa system nobody really knew that the comedy was on i think they were there for some sort of wedding and they were getting pissed up the night before uh for a wedding today um so yeah it was just every you know red mark um against a comedy night um was there and um but to be fair we got through it it was sort of like a blitz spirit um between all the acts at the end um and we kind of got um we got through it i ended up doing half an hour 30 i did about half an hour 35 minutes of bloody um no material um just ah, oh, just abusing people for half an hour that's what i seem to be doing at the minute just traveling around the country just abusing people uh verbally by the way before i have a hashtag started <laughs> uh verbally uh abusing people um but uh yeah it was just um there was one guy who was oh god sat on the front row and i actually kind of made friends with him in the end but he was fucking annoying just coming out with the worst heckles you know like you know i've been doing it 11 years you know you you begin to realize that nobody in the audience really has anything this whole thing about like hecklers oh man you're gonna get taken down by hecklers and all that sort of thing it it very rarely happens and that a heckler comes out with actually anything funny. It's just usually fucking boring shit that you've heard before. Um, you know, like, oh, well, when's the comedy star? Oh, tell us a joke and all, all that fucking shit. Um, but the, the, the thing that gets me is they think, you know, they just, they think it's, they're so fucking original by doing it. And it's the hackiest fucking thing. You know, you just get bored with it in the end, you know. Uh, but, yeah, so um, I gave them a bit of a tongue whipping. And uh, then they were all right, to be fair. And we had a bit of a laugh. I had a pint, uh, well, about half a pint of something. Um, I think it was called Hellhole, the name of the beer, or, like, from heaven to hell or something like that, which was uh, astute uh, name of the the beer for the actual fucking gig I was doing at the time. Um, so a uh, bit of a sniff there. Sorry about that. Yeah, so that was, um, yeah, that was uh, a bit of a ball ache uh, last night, but we got through it. But I got freezing cold at that gig as well, and I don't think that helped really with um, uh, with the old cold situation today as I'm sitting here sweating still uh, 15 minutes into the podcast. So, um, but yeah, I'm back at Ruffle tonight, so that should be a lively one. It's always a bit lively. Last week was lively. Um, so, uh, uh, yeah, so um, I'm back there tonight. So that's why the podcast is being done now. Then I can get it uploaded and then I can get to the fucking gig, which is about an hour and 45 minutes away. And I should get there about like nine o'clock, something like that. Um so, Ben, what have you been up to this week apart from the old man flu? And it is man flu. Although I've got nobody here to uh, get any sympathy from. It's just me sitting in my flat 
just wallowing in self-pity at the moment, occasionally spraying my throat uh, with the old throat spray um, and using the old nasal spray as well. So, um, yeah, it's getting me through this. That's all I need to do. That's all you've got to, you've got to have a goal, a focus. That's all I've got, like, tonight is get to Stoke-on-Trent, get through the gig, do 20, 25 minutes, however long I've got to do, close the gig, and then get home, and then I can have a good sleep, possibly go uh, at the gym for a sauna and try and sweat it out of myself like the... Like I'm some sort of Norwegian or uh, Scandinavian sitting there, uh, just sweating out all the shit out of my body, and hopefully I'll feel a bit better tomorrow. Uh, but this week, uh, apart from that, I've had a, a couple of nice gigs this week, to be honest. I did um, did the Canal House in Nottingham on um, Wednesday night, I think. Uh, I've done uh, a couple of others this week as well. The canal was not in them was nice. I managed to get that recorded as well. I did some stuff, some newer bits about race and racism. Really, Ben? Yes, I was. Um, so I'm going to get that up on the, uh, that'll be up on my uh, YouTube, YouTube channel. Uh, ben Briggs Stand Up Comedy. That will be uh, up there within the next week. Uh, it's only about 15 minutes of new stuff. But um, it seemed to go all right. Uh, some people seemed a little bit shocked. Uh, there was some uh, fucking annoying woman in the audience, like it was a birthday. Um, uh, Lisa, uh, her name was. Uh, I remember that because I offered to beat her to death with the uh, the mic stand as soon as I walked on. Oh no, I was feeling a bit aggressive that night as well. But um, it's been an aggressive week, people. It's been one of them weeks, one of them frustrating, annoying, aggressive weeks this week. Uh, everything. Fucking hell. It's other people, man. It's other people. Fucking kids in my area. I tell you, this is a fucking massive gripe of mine. Like where I live, there's a, I live obviously in a one-bedroom flat. The famous Briggs Towers, there's uh, one above. I don't know why I keep telling you that. There's one, one flat above me, like, uh, you know, just so you can picture... Picture the scene. Out the back, there's a parking bay area. And then by that, there's, uh, like, a bit that's undercover that has, like, uh, bike sheds there. Nobody uses it. Somebody used a bike once uh, and parked it there uh, once. One of my neighbours parked their bike there, and the next day it had gone. They'd locked it up, and within 24 hours, they were the last person who ever cycled uh, around this area. Nobody keeps their bike outside around this area. It's not like Cambridge, like last night, where everybody cycles. Everywhere. Um, people have had known, uh, known to have their bikes nicked from underneath them here. <laughs> While they're cycling along and then suddenly they're walking, wondering where the bike's gone. And somebody's off up the road with it. But yeah, uh, under that bit, because it's been raining all week, uh, we, uh, we get the local fucking dope smokers, the old uh, 16, 17-year-olds under there, uh, smoking dope. Uh, I've asked them... Oh, fucking hell, man! You can you can only be so nice to people. This is my thing. You can only be so nice to people. I've been nice to them and asked them not to smoke. Is there any chance you can not smoke your fucking weed outside my fucking flat? Being as you don't live here, you know. Being as it's like private property out the back and you don't pay, you know. 
You pay my fucking mortgage. You can smoke your fucking weed in my living room. Yeah? You can do that. That's the deal. I don't give a shit. If you're paying for my fucking bills, uh, I don't give a shit. But I'm getting riled up just the thought of it. But, um, yeah, so they were out there. I've asked them about two or three times, three or four times, however many times I've asked them not not to stand there and just fuck off somewhere else. One of them lives around the corner. Smoke, you know, smoke your weed in, in your house or outside your house. Or, you know, you know, you don't want to do that in front of your parents, do you? So now you have to bring that into my fucking life and I have to be affected um, by you hanging around late at night, smoking weed outside. So I'd had enough. So I went out and there was a bit of a ding-dong, a bit of verbals, um, and uh, but they fucked off and moved on. Um, I went out just in case because, like, there was about, you know, there's about three or four of them outside. So uh, you go out with a little bit of protection um, just in case, discreetly put down the back of my jeans, um, just a, uh, a, a tent peg hammer, uh, just in case you never know. You know, mainly what had happened uh, with that situation, I didn't get it out of my jeans for legal purposes. Uh, I just want to make that clear. <laughs> they didn't know it was there, uh, but it was there just in case things got a bit pear-shaped, um, which they'd have probably fucking took off me and beat me to death with anyway, and then just left it on my chest, I imagine. Uh, but, uh Yeah. So there was a bit of verbals there. But it's fucking, I tell you what, life's all right if it wasn't, you know, wasn't for other people, isn't it? It's constantly other people just fucking you off, um, you know, with the way they are or just like trying to push your fucking boundaries. About, you know, two, three times I've asked them not to be there, not to do that. You know, there's no reason to be there. It's just because it's undercover and people just assume, even though it's not their property, oh, I'll just fucking come on your property and fucking, you know, do what I want. It's me, isn't it? I can do whatever I want. So I lost the rag a little bit. Um, but uh, but they're not there now. So it sorted it out. And uh, then I then you start thinking about it afterwards, don't you? And you think, oh, I'll, you know. How fucked up are these people? You never know these days, do you? Uh, so I've invested in some CCTV. I know. It's all gone a bit 1984 here at Briggs Towers. Uh, just to keep an eye on my fucking car. I don't want to be hurtling down the motorway and then go and test my brakes and they're not working. <laughs> so uh, I've had to do that. Uh, buy a couple of CCTV cameras and put up. And I had to have a word with my neighbour as well, because you never know these days, do you? Uh, my neighbour, who lives next door to me and parks his car next door to me, uh, they've got two little kids, so I didn't want, you know, didn't want to put up CCTV cameras at the back and then fucking end up on some sort of register because they've fucking complained on videotaping their kids getting out of the car or whatever. So, uh, so then you have to have a word with them, don't you? Uh, and he was all right about it, the old boy. He was just happy that I wasn't asking him to pay like some money towards it, which I wasn't going to do anyway. Ugh. But you probably... I don't know why I can't let it go. You know, normal people, my neighbour was like, oh, yeah, I've... Uh, I've uh, he's had his window open. His flat's a little bit closer to the area where they smoke the weed and that. And he said he's had the window open and his kids are there and he can smell weed in his flat coming in. 
But he's not done anything about it. He's not gone out there and said anything or anything like that. He's just lived with it. People just expect you to put up with their shit, don't they? They're just, ah, it's me doing it. So, you know, I'll do whatever I want to do. I don't know. Anyway, I don't know why he's not had a word with him. But, like, um, hopefully they won't be back. Uh, sent them off with a bit of a flea in their ear and almost a... Oh, dear. Never mind. Uh, it's just fucking... Just, it's constantly other people fucking annoying you, isn't it? It's just... Oh, that's the... Th- I'm losing it now. Ah, I'm sweating even more now, and it's not... <laughs> And it's not because of the cold this time. It's because I'm getting fucking het up about it. So, uh, yeah, so I've, I've spent about 300 quid on CC, two CCTV cameras. The ring cameras that you get, I hope they're all right. And uh, the thing where it comes through to your phone. And no doubt I'll be sitting there like I'm in, uh, what was that film? Uh, was it Sliver or something like that? Was that the film where he's sitting there watching the CCTV cameras and starts going weird? I'm going to be that guy. That's the only thing. You start getting obsessed with that, don't you? You know, but the good, th- the, the weird thing about it is um, uh, you can actually talk through these CCTV cameras as well, through your phone, which sounds like a good idea. It sounds like a good idea, but it's not, is it? Because as soon as you talk through there, a burglar or somebody fucking up your car or something is going to know you're not there, aren't they? And then they go from fucking up your car to, you know, walking into... If you were there, you'd come outside, wouldn't you, and have a go at them. If you've seen them on CCTV, you're not going to go, oh, can you stop doing that, please? Oh, no. And then they break into your house. Watch yourself on the glass there, me old fruit, as you're coming through my window. You might as well just tell them where everything is. So they don't, like, mess up your house. Oh, I've got an expensive watch by the bedside. Just to help yourself to that. It's insured anyway. Is there any chance you can wipe your muddy feet as you're coming through the fucking window? <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that's the only thing about those things, isn't it? You know, and nobody... Uh, and it says that one of the advertising things was... Uh, it's got an alarm on there, an intruder alarm, uh, which will alert neighbours... Neighbours are never alerted to that. The amount of times around here that uh, uh, burglar alarms go off and everybody just gets pissed off with the people whose burglar alarm that is. They could be being robbed. They could be tied up being beaten at that moment and everyone's just thinking, oh, fuck here now, just turn. Where are they? They're at work, aren't they? And there they are, like, uh, being... uh, uh, being stabbed to death in their own flat, and you're pissed off at them because their alarm's going off. <laughs> Nobody cares about, like, fucking burglar alarms anymore. They're just an annoyance. They don't alert anybody to anything other than the fact that you've got a burglar alarm and it's fucking annoying. Nobody does anything. Nobody's going to ring the police when a burglar alarm goes off. Not that the police had come out. Being said, drastically, drastically under-resourced in this area, as is highlighted by uh, the programme that's on TV at the moment, that people keep telling me about. 999, what's your emergency or whatever? It's it's all about Northampton at the minute and how understaffed the police are and how they never fucking come out to anything anymore. That's why kids are hanging around smoking weed outside my flat. Get a fucking bobby on it. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. 
maybe uh, I think this cold's making me even more miserable if that's one thing. One positive this week, people. I tell you what, let's end this episode on a positive note. Come on, Ben. We can get through this. Uh, sniffy McBriggs as I am today. Jesus. Uh, I've had to, I ain't going to lie to you. I've had to pause this a few times to sneeze, clear my nasal passages for tonight. I'm going to have to be like a uh, bit of a lovey tonight at the gig, like uh, spraying uh, some throat spray on me and uh, doing the old vocal exercises. Fuck, 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 fuck. Cunt, 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 cunt. Yeah. Uh, just so I can get the right tone that I'm looking for. Let's end this on a positive note. The Women's World Cup. I know. I know. They got a World Cup too. Uh, well, they've had it for... Did they actually been... They've had it for quite a few years. I know. I know. But I've been... Uh, uh, I've been mainly ignoring it. Uh, not purposely. Uh, this week, I just haven't had a chance to sit down and watch the games, uh, and it's group stages as well. Um, but uh, England top of their group at the moment, doing well, doing well. But I'm enjoying it. I watched a couple of games uh, yesterday and today, and uh, watched Netherlands versus Cameroon today, which it was a fucking good game. Well done, ladies. Can I be any more patronising than that? Possibly. Possibly. But actually, I'm quite enjoying it. If you're not watching it, watch it. It's good. The speed is probably not there as much as with the guys game, but they've got the skills, people. And I tell you what, I tell you what, there's a lot less fucking diving. There's a lot less play acting. There's a lot less fouls. There's a lot more passing and knocking it around. And uh, I'm enjoying it. I am enjoying it. It just goes to show. I'll let that pause hang in the balance there because you're waiting for something misogynistic. But it's not coming, people. It's not coming. I'm not falling into that trap. This is not a podcast and career-ending episode. Uh, It just goes to show. Like, the improvement when something's got a bit of money behind it and people actually fucking invest in a sport. I know it's not invested in as much as the men's game, but there's some great players out there. There's a fucking 22-year-old playing for uh, uh, the Netherlands, Medemir or something like that. She scored 60 goals already for a country, broke the record. For a country, she's fucking 22. 22 years old. The amount of goals she's going to score. Oh, but yeah, she scored a couple of fucking good goals in that game. I was, uh, not that I need to be impressed by it, but I fucking enjoyed it. Nice bit of passing, you know, playing the ball on the deck, knocking it about. Some really good moves. I'm really enjoying it, to be honest. And when it goes through, it's still in the group stages at the minute. Um... The World Cup's actually, I thoroughly recommend it. It's, they're actually, it's in France. They're hosting it in France. So um, uh, I'm enjoying it at the minute. Uh, and uh, after last year, Men's World Cup, after the fucking, you know what? 
after the um, Champions League final, I would take that fucking Netherlands versus Cameroon game over that any day of the week. It was exciting. Um, there was They were playing great football, knocking it around. Um, great skills the women had, taking people on, turning, you know, knocking it about. It was fucking great. Made the men's game look like that fucking Champions League game looked like a fucking Sunday League game, I tell you. Uh, but, yeah, to end on a positive note, get into it, people. I know. I know. Most people are thinking, oh, you're just watching it to perv. Um, but, no, those days are over, people. Um, and, like, yeah, I remember watching women's football a few years ago, 10, 15 years ago, something like that. It was fucking awful. But now... Now they've got that little bit of money behind them. Not as much, not as much money as the men's game. But now they're getting a little bit of sponsorship on there. There's good sponsors, big time sponsors. And um, it's becoming a more professional game. Uh, the skill level is, is fucking unbelievable on some of the players. So that's a positive note to end on uh, after uh, all the negativity of uh, feeling like shit. So uh, that is. Jesus, I made it through, man. I made it through without sneezing all over the fucking mic. Uh, that is uh, episode 12 done. Uh, keep liking uh, the podcast. Uh, give a review on iTunes if you enjoy it. Five stars is great. Anything less than that, don't fucking bother. That's, uh, that's how gruff my voice is. That's how I'm going to be going on stage tonight, sir. Like a Cockney villain. Uh, yeah, so give it a like, uh, give it a review. Uh, if you've got any questions or you want to ask anything or mail me, it's podcast at benbriggs.co.uk or you can message the Facebook page, which is at the Ben Briggs Podcast. That's Saturday. Enjoy your weekend, people. I shall be back on Tuesday, hopefully feeling a bit better after I've sweated it all out. So have a good weekend, and I'll check back in with you on Tuesday. Take care, guys.